Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. A shout in the afternoon. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you to the best service on Sunday at the Bread of Life Cathedral. Flaming fire. Clap your hands for Jesus. You may be seated. The ashes are looking sharp. Too nice. You are welcome to church. And I believe that for the next 30 minutes, 40 minutes, God will speak to you. By sitting here like this, you are becoming wiser than your senior brothers. You didn't hear me. So you are becoming wiser than your senior brothers. Some of you are becoming wiser than your teachers. Some of you, one day, you will be advising your teacher about his life and his marriage. Yes. It's a blessing to continue the series I've titled The Rod of Correction. The Rod of Correction. Proverbs 22 verse 15 says that foolishness is bound to. Is it to? Where is foolishness bound? In. In. And not just it is so much a part of your life that if we try to take foolishness from your heart, we may kill you. In fact, it is part of your living. Yes. Yes. It's part of you. I mean, if something is inside the heart and you try to take it out of the heart, you can kill the person. You try to do any form of surgery on somebody's heart, it may be the end of the person's life. And not just say, there must be an antidote specially prepared to fight foolishness in your life. Because no matter what you do, it's a part of your life. If you are a child, foolishness, no matter how intelligent, no matter how many books you have read, no matter how beautiful, no matter how handsome, when you see a child, you are looking at somebody who is suffering not from Ebola or malaria or dysentery or hypertension, but you are looking at somebody whose affliction in life is called the disease called foolishness. 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 And listen, you know, I was telling a brother the other day who doesn't come to church regularly, and that brother is also eating his tights. Yeah. I told him something I also want to tell you. I told him that it is not cool, it's not cool to be irregular in church. It's not something to be proud about. Neither is it cool to be eating your tights. When you eat your tights, you are eating your life away. Small, 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 small. It's not cool. 
ladies and gentlemen, it is in the same vein, it is not cool to be foolish. You see, the fact that the Bible says foolishness is bound in the heart of a child does not mean that you must be proud that you are, you are a fool. It's like when you meet your friend, Charlie, where your foolishness day? Charlie, me, I get five. Oh. Charlie, where, where your own day? Charlie, my own, me, I get seven for my pocket. Yeah. Actually, but why? You know, fool cry. Uh-huh. It, it, it's like there's some boys in some circles. Like, when they meet, Charlie, you flood that girl. Charlie, that girl, ah, Charlie, make you. Uh-huh. It's like it, it is cool to fornicate. Tell you, are, you are beginning to suffer from gonorrhea, babaso. I'm saying that, you see, a lot of stupid things, like when we were in secondary school, those days. You see, students, I mean, they made those of us who were attending SU feel like, like, like we are idiots. Yeah, so because those guys who go to town with Indian hemp, smoke weed, chase together, they, they'll raise their collar like that. You know, it's like, then, then they'll fold. I was supposed to go to dining hall. They don't go to dining hall. They are in the dormitory breaking chop boxes. <laughs> then the dormitory breaking chop boxes. Then we are in the dining hall. That they won't go. It's almost like you are some wild guy if you don't eat dining hall food. Then they'll be there. <laughs> <Such> hardcore guys. Hi, <laughs> baby. What's your name, baby? I love you, baby. I want to give you my heart and use batteries. But for how long have you been in the church? Because since you came, from the first time I saw you, it's like you, you have blocked my view. I can't see any other girl. Because of you, I can't see any other girl. What blocking me view? Stupid. I'm saying that it's almost like those who behave that way, it's like it's cool to smoke weed. Do you see? Yeah. It's cool to fornicate. Till the consequences of your foolishness. That's why I'm saying to you that it is not cool to be foolish. Like when the Bible says foolishness is bound in the heart of a child or a young guy, then you are, it's like you must be foolish to be a human being. It is expensive to be foolish. It is expensive to live a life that does not have the wisdom of God guiding you. That is why the Bible, the same verse, which says that foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. That same verse says that there is something that can remove it. And that something is called the rod of correction. Every animal has its medicine. There's a, there's a medicine for every sickness. That is why God has given us the solution. If it was cool, they would say, oh, as for young boys, they are foolish. So, Charlie, allow him. Oh, allow him. But I mean, these are young guys. They, they, they must smoke weed. Oh, oh, but these are young guys. So, you have smoked weed and at age 20, you are in the mental hospital. 
They realized that no, not doing that. It was not a wise thing. It's not cool to be a fool. It's not cool. You are a young person. You can be wise. David said, I am wiser than my teachers. A young boy. Yes. And one of the things the devil uses as his weapon against your life is that he manages to capitalize on your foolishness to make you do things that make you regret. Some of you at your age, some things you have done, you can never delete it from your life. Yeah. It will follow you. Close. It will follow you. It will appear somewhere in your marriage. You don't believe me. Do you think that the, the, the prodigal son, 12-year-old boy, he collected thousands of dollars and bought a plane ticket, went to school, he came back. Do you think he was the same again? I'm asking, do you think he was the same? How do we know he, was, he would never be the same again? Because his father told his elder brother that everything I have is for you. This boy, the kebab, the poor kebab, with pepper that he's chewing there. That's the last meat. He will, if he will ever eat meat again, it will be because you showed mercy to him. But you will not live at the mercy of anybody. It's not cool to be a fool. When I finish this, I'm going to show you, I'm going to teach you symptoms of foolishness. To know that you are a fool. Yeah. You, you, you must know. You see, like last week I taught you the rod of what? Self-correction. Yes. A lot of things, you won't have anybody talking to you. Self-judgment, self-assessment. Anybody here who lacks that virtue of self-assessment and self-correction, it's over for you. You will never do well. We call you a ne'er-do-well. Ne'er-do-well. Your ability to correct yourself, to say to yourself that it looks like you like boys too much. And do something about that behavior. If you don't, I'm preaching already. If you don't, listen, listen, I'm, I'm just saying, you see, it's, it's not cool to be a fool. Psalm 5, verse 5. You can remember 5, 5. 5, 5. Look at 5, 5. Psalm 5, 5. The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. <laughs> Fools don't stand in front of God. <laughs> Fools don't stand in front of God. Fools don't enjoy, you see, anything that is in God's presence, fools are cut off from those things. Wisdom, guidance, light, health, the power of God, the grace of God, the mercy of God, fools are cut off. Fools shall not stand in thy presence. Period. In thy sight. You will not even be within sight. But sometimes, Somebody is not in your presence, but he's in sight. You can see him, he's there, but he's not near you. But as for fools, they have gone beyond the sight of God. And God's vision, he doesn't use glasses. <laughs> I'm preaching. It is one reason why you must cure the problem. You must deal with the question, the foolishness question. The foolishness question. You must answer it properly. Because fools will not stand in the sight of God. And obviously, foolishness will make you a worker of iniquity. I mean, a lot of, uh, look, look, anytime there is foolishness in somebody's life, you, 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 you will not need to look far to find sins. As the prodigal son, fine, he asked the father for money. Father gave it to him. Um, we can discuss it. He was under pressure and the money, he didn't steal it. If he had stolen the money, so the guy's a thief. But daddy gave him. 
that he gave him the money. So he has got a lot of money. He didn't steal it. So where, 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 where can we find sin in the prodigal son's life? We find it by following him and to look for where he is at 12 midnight. He's in the nightclub. He's smooching prostitutes. That's a sin. His elder brother said he had wasted his living with who? Harlots. Being in the company of harlots is not one of the righteous things a Christian does. Otherwise, then we all go to so good answer. My God. Help me, Jesus. When you are a fool, eh? is it thou hatest? It's, it's in one verse. The, the, the workers of iniquity. Because I've seen. But, I mean, we, we can, let's have some two minutes discussion. Just two minutes. Time us. What are some of the things? If a girl is a fool, what, what, what will you find in her life? Foolishness in a girl. That, that is sinful. The dressing is not good. She has the she has the attire of a harlot. Dress, wear some short dress. A dress which shows the front, the back. Half of the breast is showing outside. And half is inside. <laughs> we call it, we are seeing soon. The world is dark. <laughs> so there must be light. It's inside light. When a girl is behaving foolishly, eventually you find fornication in her life. When a boy is behaving foolishly, most, most foolish boys steal money. Yeah. All the foolishness, foolish things I did as a foolishness power. I mean, I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was clearly, I mean, my friend and I, his father's house he has built. They were going to move into the house the following week. We entered and removed all the louver blades. I went to sell it. Is it not foolishness? Is it not a sin? So it, it, it says that fools will not stand in the presence of God. And he actually hates the workers of iniquity. Deal with foolishness. And I hear this afternoon with good news. That there is a medication, a solution. There is help. Don't leave yourself. Don't, don't just surrender to foolishness. Don't. The rod of correction shall drive it away. And today, I'm giving you. How many rods have I given you? Four rods. Yes. What's the first rod I gave you? The rod of what? The word of God itself is a rod. It can whip you. Yes. The word. The word itself. It's a, it's a rod. If you allow it, it will, it, will, it will keep you in check. It will make you do things that are painful to do, but you will do it. And the word of God will make you not do things that will destroy your life. Number two is what? That's number two. The rod of having no. No. Yes. Those of you who are spoiled brats. Everything you want, daddy will give you. Mommy, dear, I don't want to talk about her. It's almost like she has not seen money before. When you live a life where nobody says no to you, you are in danger of perishing. No is a very important role that must be in your life. Accept no from your father, no from your mother, no from God, no. No, it's a rod. A rod of correction just means painful things. 
Only painful things will take foolishness out of your heart. Comfort and softness will not solve the problem. So even if you are living in a world of comfort and luxury, create your own barracks inside the house. Hardness. Number three is what? Rebukes from somebody who is more spiritual than you. Your pastor, your shepherd. How is it possible that as for you, nobody corrects you? It's a curse. Oh, and I'll, please, I, 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 I think I've told you already, you guys, the messages I preach, many of you will not understand it. So try and buy the CDs. Some of you must listen to the, this in five years' time. Ten years' time. Those of you who are very bright will understand what I'm saying. But I don't care at all. I'm preaching. I'll preach. I'll preach. I'll preach. How is it that you, nobody can correct you? Who are you anyway? Like in your house, you are like a goddess. The way they dress you. Hey, mafia. Mafia, the Yankana And mostly such parents are bush parents. A lot of parents are bush parents. That's why, did I tell you guys what Jesus Christ said about father, fathers? He said, don't call anybody father. Only one father is in heaven. Why? Because, and I explained it, it was one of the service. Yeah. The reason why Jesus Christ said, don't call anybody. He said, call no man father. Because you have only one father. The reason is that fathering a person is so complex and so huge a task that one man cannot accomplish it in an individual. Most of the time, you need two people, three people, not many. Paul said, ye have not many fathers. Two, three. Together. So your biological mother alone at home is a disaster for your life. That you don't listen to anybody except your mother. And your mother doesn't rebuke you. It's a recipe. In addition to your biological father, you need another father. Two, three. It's okay. All of you here, with your father at home, even some of you, your father is dead. Yes. My father died when I was nine years. You must quickly collect Reverend Kobe and make him your father. Come and see me and pay me money to be your father. Otherwise, you are a bastard. There are a lot of bastards with fathers at home. Te- you see, technically, a bastard is somebody who doesn't have a father and a mother. Bastard. No parent. But this generation is a generation of bastards. Yes. Bastards with parents. Parents who do not do their work as parents. Who will not shout at you? Who will not slap you? I mean, my son cannot stand in front of me. And, and my son? You did something, or you want a book or a phone. You ask me for a phone, I don't give you. They say, ah, oh, no. I want a dress with red, with, 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 with beads and, and um, 
pearls on the neck and a, a beautiful with, with a wristwatch. And, and if your mommy said, no, wear that brown dress, that tie and that dress. I said, get up. Get up and come. way the biblical definition of a bastard is not a person who doesn't have a father but somebody who does not receive correction the bastard and you will suffer a lot of parents are just waiting for the volcano that will erupt in 20 years time in 10 years time yeah that's waiting they will see fire in the house some of you as you are sitting here your panties are in a bag you have not washed them smelling panties I shouldn't say it because you are in church. I shouldn't say it. And you come and sound the said, Lead me, Lord. I will follow. Lead me, Lord. Hey, put the microphone down and go and wash your panties. They are smiling. 17 of them. embarrassed very soon. You watch it. You, you, you will embarrass your life, your, yourself. Nobody can talk to you the way you've made yourself. Like you, you appear like some goddess. You appear like some prince. And if you can't even speak good English. Your English weren't good. Let me finish preaching and close. What's the next road? Is that all? Sorry? That's number what? Number four is what? Self-correction. Yes. Yes. Brush your teeth before somebody tells you that your mouth is smelling. I said, correct your teeth your oral problem before a child says it in public that it seems your mouth is smelling. I, I, I don't know why you think I'm not preaching. All of you, as you grow, you will meet people who will correct you. They will say things that are not palatable. They will be obnoxious. Yes. To you. Accept it. Because the more you refuse rebukes and you are unable to correct yourself, then the problem gathers momentum, becomes bigger and faster. When it explodes, it becomes an international crisis. Now, if you do not listen, it's not getting serious. You don't correct yourself. Nobody talks to you. You don't listen. The next rod, which is today's rod, is the rod of your personal mistakes. Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 19 is a verse we are taking inspiration from as I share this point and end the service. Thine own wickedness shall correct thee. Never forget this verse. 
and thy backslidings shall reprove thee. Know therefore and see that it is an evil thing and bitter that thou hast forsaken the Lord thy God and that my fear is not in thee. Wallahi lai bismillahi rahman sarbakata salla wallahi la. Know that it is an evil thing and bitter that thou has forsaken the Lord thy God. And that as a young boy like you, something, something you must have called the fear of God. That, is, 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 that my fear is not in you. Some of you listening have successfully removed the fear of God. You have successfully expunged, eliminated from your life the fear. That thing in a man, that thing in a girl, that says that, no, this is wrong. Stop it. You have successfully removed it. So you watch pornography and there's nothing that, 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 that makes you cringe. Yes. A lot of people around, walking around in church. I'm sure you know you are in church. Yeah. The fear of God is nothing. But today, breaking news. No matter how long it takes, your own wickedness shall correct you. Your own wickedness. That is, for every inch you deviate from God, for every act of disobedience, for every act of rebellion, you will pay for it. Today, we, we, we come to church sitting around but there are sins and there are acts of disobedience in us that are a direct result of the elimination of the fear of God in us. Just before I came for the service, I was with some shepherds, ladies, two ladies. One is a shepherd. I don't know. That I'm, I, I don't know. One is a shepherd. At least one is a shepherd. The one who's a shepherd. I said, are you in a relationship? So, yes. Of the beloved. What church does he go to? He mentioned, she mentioned the church. He said he wants to leave that church and become a Catholic. I said, I said, I am. And you are in love with this boy. I said, wow. So, daddy, what, what will you say? What will I say? So, for how long have you known this guy? He said, three years. You have been in love with a fool for three years and you are asking me in my office today what I should do. Then as we are talking, then I just straighten my face and say, break up. <laughs> oh, it's a rod. A rod. Maybe next week or so I'm going to talk about the rod of commandments. The commandment says that do this. If you like, don't do it. Come for the meeting. Stay at home. Study. That boy is out of your life. You, you, you wait. Commandments. It's a rod. I, I, I gave her tissue. I said, please, 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 please. I said, this is your first time of coming to my office. I don't want you to stop it. Then I told the, the other friend, can you please excuse me? Just go outside. I want to be with her alone. So she went. I said, pull your chair. Come closer. I said, you are having sex with that guy. Yes. Shepherd. She's writing her report. She had a basal meeting. She's wearing a shepherd's t-shirt. But the fear the fear of God. There is something called the fear. I went to somebody's house and I saw a dress. I said, I want to see that dress you were wearing. 
She wanted to bring that set. So when you were wearing this dress, did you hear a voice? Even if it's not the Holy Ghost voice, didn't you hear my voice? <laughs> I said, you threw it away for you to parade your anatomy through the streets of Accra or in a room with other people partying. You must have eliminated that, that, that sensor. But this, this one, I don't want anyone to go near it. Don't go near this rod. There are nails on it. There are nails. You know, there are different types of rods. But there are some rods which have got nails on them. When we hit them, we draw it. Yes, that's what was used to flog Jesus. It sticks. Don't pull it. This rod don't try it. That's why next week, you must come to church. Because your own wickedness correcting you, if your wickedness corrects you, it means that you have reached what we call the end stage. Don't get there. Speak to yourself. Correct yourself. Don't allow your backslidings. Is it not there? Is it not in this verse? Eh? Thy backslidings shall reprove thee. Give us a message Bible. The message translation. MSG. Your evil ways will get you a sound thrashing. That's what you'll get. Your evil ways will get you a sound thrashing. You will pay dearly for your disloyal ways. Take a long look, long hard look at what you've done and its bitter results. Was it worth it to have walked out on your God? Leaving church for two years, was it worth it? You only came back with HIV. Leaving church for six months, was it worth it? You came back with an abortion. Leaving church for one year, it is, it, it's a, was it worth it to have walked out on your God? It's not worth it. But when your father speaks, your mother speaks, your pastor speaks, and the inner voice speaks, and you don't listen, then what is left of you is that we are now waiting for your wickedness to mature properly. You watch pornography till one day you are so child that you rape a girl and you are in jail and there you become a homosexual and your life we are all here we are struggling we've got mistakes we have faults trying to serve God letting him by letter trying to join a choir sing trying you know do something dance and so on we, as we are here trying to correct our personal problem, you, you are amongst us. You are looking for a girl. It's like you are here to chase a girl. Fine. It, see, wickedness is a deviation from God's righteous law. Your disobedience, give us a New Living Translation, NLT. Your wickedness will bring its own punishment. Yours. See, when an armed robber collects your phone, it is the armed robber's wicked, wickedness that has taken your phone away. Or well, somebody, an armed robber tried, you know, she tried to strike. You must not do that. And as he was trying, a knife sliced the face. Be- beautiful girl, fair colored girl. And she has, I don't know whether it's healed now. So, it's, it's, it's an injury, but it's from somebody's wickedness. There are different types of wickedness. Your friend's wickedness, she betrayed you. Your brother's wickedness, that boy's wickedness tried to rape you. This person's brother's wickedness, this wickedness, people's wickedness. But there's also one called your own wickedness. That one comes from your deliberate disobedience. 
you decide that I will experiment with sex this week. Yes. I was there one day. You see, when God gives you a pastor, he has given you deliverance. I was there recently. One of my sons sent me a, 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 a WhatsApp picture pictures, like three, four pictures of a taxi which has had an accident. So, ah, why? I'm, I don't even have a car. So I waited and his text really came. Daddy, I'm sorry, forgive me. Ah, what is it? What have you done? He said, we didn't tell you, but we went to borrow some money to buy a taxi. And we knew that you would say no. So we didn't tell you. The first week the taxi went on the road to start work. They had an accident. The policeman in charge of the case, even the policeman asked the person, don't you have a pastor? <laughs> he said, it's nobody praying for you. <laughs> policeman, he's always, the policeman said, don't you, don't you go to church? Is there nobody there's a verse you must know, even though you are a child. There's a verse you must know. I, 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 I'll share that verse with you. It's a verse for adults. But I'll give it to you. It's a verse for adults. Um, Micah. That's why I say it's for adults. <laughs> Micah. At this stage, we don't go to... We are into John and Matthew... Uh, romance and uh, uh, look, but I'm thinking you adults, adults. <laughs> Micah, Micah chapter four, verse nine. This one is just a gift I'm giving you. If your birthday is this week, it's a birthday gift. Keep it. When you become an adult, you understand it. But I'm sharing it today. So now, why does thou cry aloud? Why do you cry aloud? And the question is that Is there no king in thee? Has your counselor perished? Why are you crying aloud? The way you are crying Only people who don't have kings And counselors cry this way you won't cry that way I'm preaching I said this one is an adult verse but keep it is there no king in thee because when there's a king when you have a pastor there are certain cries you are not supposed to cry Especially when you are in flaming fire or you are in shine. Is there no king in thee? Okay, there's no king. Your pastor has to, Has your counselor perished? For pranks have taken thee as a woman in travail. My prayer for you, sweetheart. Pretty baby. Don't cry like that. See, when you have me as your pastor, you shouldn't cry like this. When you have Reverend Kobe, Counseling you. When you are in a choir and you have no mean a person than Auntie Mimi, Mama Flema, as your pastor, you shouldn't cry. You see, we all cry, but this type of cry. I may appear to be acting, I'm like I'm acting, but I'm not joking. Remember me one day when you are sitting somewhere crying aloud. Then an angel will say, Micah. Micah. You want to hear Micah? Then you will add four nine. <laughs> the rod 
of correction. That's why I said next week. I will release this verse next because commands they come from kings. Then we are going to come to counsel. There's a rod called the rod of counsel. Soft advice. But it's powerful. Like I told the girl, I didn't shout. I said, hey, break up with that. No, I said, break up. But it was like a rod. It struck her soul. Message, message. Let's finish reading and close. It's, it's, it's like it's like why why the doomsday hysterics you know hysterical what's all hysterical it's like <laughs> doomsday why why the doomsday hysterics when you get the lab report and see the HIV positive. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's not possible. Ha. No. Why the doomsday? You still have a king, don't you? But maybe he's not doing his job. And you are panicked like a woman in labor. You should have a king. Don't you have a king? So because you will not listen, your own waywardness, see that word backsliding, your waywardness, like as we are here, you have your own life with a certain girl, a certain boy. You like we are here. And you have come. You are wearing your maxi, wearing your uh, t-shirt. But outside, you've got your own like dress, shorts, shorts, one yard. It's almost like they use two handkerchiefs to sew. One hanky in front, one hanky at the back. But nobody sees those ones. In the church that we see the jeans and the nice greater love gospel, my year of serving the Lord. So you, you appear like a believer. You will begin to cry aloud. So why are you crying aloud? Look at the New Living Translation. NLT. But why are you now screaming in terror? Have you no king to lead you? Have your wise people all died? <laughs> no, because every young boy, you must have two types of people, kings and wise men. Yes. Kings and wise men. But sometimes you may have kings and wise men and you set them aside. Then your own wickedness, your own deviations, your own perambulations, your own excursions will correct you. Correct you. When your father speaks, you don't listen. Your pastor speaks, you don't listen. Your mother speaks, you don't listen. Your shepherd speaks, you don't listen. Now what is left of you is that we are waiting for the corrections to be to ripen properly. And some of you listening to me, not everybody here will escape this one. Some of you it will happen to you practically in five years' time, seven years' time, eight years' time. Some of you, just next two years, you will remember because you are so foolish that even, even to take advice is a problem. You will scream in terror from your own evil ways. You got past this. You can come and talk to me. You got the relationship. No, you are here, you are with us singing in the choir, just dancing about. Meanwhile, you've got a boy who has been squeezing you small, 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 small. Listen, your own wickedness. I'm telling look at my face very carefully. Any disobedience, there is no disobedience that will not go unpunished. Your own wickedness. You will scream in terror. As if an armed robber has come into your room, but you are alone. You scream your head off. Then you hear Micah, that you add four nine. May God have mercy on you. May God help you. May you subject your life to the rods of correction. May you not come to the place where your own iniquity, your own, your own mistakes, your own disobedience, your own rebellion. 
like the prodigal son, his own. His rebellion took him to a place where he was about to eat with pigs. Then he came to himself. After he had lost everything, he came to himself. Nobody called him. His own wickedness corrected him. May you not get there. As you live your life, even if you stray, there will be a voice, a scripture, your pastor's voice, even your own voice, an inner voice. If you stray, you go and hold the girl. You go and do this more. You go and do this. No, 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 no. You might, you might, okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But if you misbehave and nobody talks, even you yourself can't advise yourself, then you are now left to continue. Your own wickedness shall correct you. May it never happen. Stand to your feet. Close your eyes, please. If you are here today and you are not born again, as we close the service, you you don't have Jesus Christ as your Lord and your personal Savior. Every eye closed. Every eye. Your friend invited you. You came yourself. But you are here and you know that if you are to die right now, you are going to hell. I want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. If you are here like that, you want me to pray for you to be born again. Wherever you are, just lift up your right hand. I want to pray for you. You want to receive Jesus Christ. There's grace here for you. There's mercy here for you. I can't guarantee next week. Yes, lift your hand. I can't guarantee. And there's nothing bad happening to you. Actually, it's a good thing happening to you that you will receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. You want to be born again. If your hand is up, come to me in front. I want to pray for you. Come. your eyes please and say this prayer after me lift your two hands and say Heavenly Father today I come to you I'm so sorry for my sins I've gone far from you please have mercy on me please forgive me oh God wash my sins I'm so dirty cleanse me. Please. I want to be born again. I want to follow you. I want to know you. I thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name.